Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Welcome to the Less Stress Life Podcast, where we help women and families overcome fatigue, food sensitivities, and inflammation. The goal here is really to help you help yourself. If you find this show or episode helpful, please repay the favor and share it with a friend or leave me a review on the Purple Podcast app if that's where you listen. I'm your host, Krista Bigler, integrative dietitian nutritionist and lover of all the foods and my chickens. And right now is the last time one-on-one coaching applications will be open for the rest of the year. So if you need another set of eyes on your case or you're ready to get rid of some common but not normal symptoms, book a time for a case review session at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS if you want to move in the right direction by Christmas. This episode is also sponsored by Rupa Health, my favorite lab concierge service that brings over 25 different functional medicine labs into one dashboard and saves me loads of time with its amazing and easy interface and saves my clients money by being a low-cost blood lab facilitating option. If you're a health practitioner, you can get a free account at rupahealth.com and let them know I sent you. They even have a section that shows you where you can order, what you can order, depending on your licensing credentials and your state. So today, I'm talking to you about Health Sharing 101. Now, I'll get into what health sharing is in a moment, but I want to share where this kind of came from for me. Many years ago, there was a huge change in the healthcare (laughs) system, as I'm sure I don't have to explain to you, with the Affordable Care Act. And at that time, the cost of health insurance increased a quite a bit. And what was happening also at that time was my husband's employer was counseled to not provide health insurance in the way that they had been providing it because they could be getting fined. So we ended up with someone not paying our health insurance. And when I was faced to pay it on my own and the cost had gone up a lot, it was really stressing me out because I worked in conventional healthcare still about eight years ago, and I had a lot of ethical concerns. First of all, insurance didn't really cover the services that I provide. Basically, you had to be very, very sick to have, you had to have diabetes or renal disease, at least in the state I lived in, to have insurance coverages. And then I was surrounded by people abusing 
insurance or a version of insurance. And the stories would probably make you fall over. But essentially, that's all I could see was just like all the abuse happening in insurance. And of course, I was in a place where I was working with pretty sick people. And I have a lot of family members that are in health insurance, and they would tell me stories about abusive insurance. And I just could ethically not contribute to this very, very broken system. It was so stressful. At the time, the cost looked something like $15,000 per year for my family, plus a five thousand dollar deductible. And so it was looking like I've got to pay the insurance company about 20 grand a year before they do much more than an office visit. And quite honestly, I wasn't even really interested in going to an office visit because most people in healthcare, I think we try to stay and and those that are kind of health savvy, we try to stay out of the office unless we absolutely need it. So I really was feeling just conflicted with supporting this very broken system. And I turned to health sharing. So health sharing is not insurance, but it can be kind of used like insurance. It's cost sharing. So the concern is, oh my gosh, if I don't have health insurance, what happens if I have this, this, and this experience? Well, to put it simply, health sharing is where you contribute to essentially a pool that goes into an escrow account. This is how most health sharing companies, I wouldn't call them companies, but some of them are called ministries. And I've got one that's not a ministry or not a Christian based here to share with you as well. But they're considered, a lot of them call themselves ministries. You contribute to a pool, it goes into a, a pooled account, and then you ask for you submit claims based on the parameters of your particular plan or how much you put in if you need it. So it's cost sharing. It's people pooling resources and then asking for that reimbursement when it is appropriate. It's been around for a long, long time, well before the Affordable Care Act, and it became massively popular at that time. It's a totally legitimate and legal alternative to health insurance. It was designed to just really stop wasting money on healthcare coverage that's never used, but to still help protect people against really catastrophic medical costs. So Health sharing, again, is just provided by organizations where members share medical costs. So the organizations individually decide what medical expenses they're going to share within the membership community and how bills are paid. So most health sharing organizations are nonprofit, and most of them, not all, were originally founded on Christian principles. But some programs have moved to a more community focus, and some are non-religious overall. So organizations accept members based on similar beliefs or ideologies, and they all kind of vary a little bit. It. But depending on the organization requirements, you may or may not have to declare some Christian basis or values, um, and you may have to abide by certain lifestyle requirements, meaning you're not using drugs or tobacco or you're using alcohol with kind of moderation. The goal there is is to decrease the expenses around these types of lifestyle choices. So we want to overall share the cost of healthcare, but reduce healthcare costs in general. So I know what you're really thinking is, what does this actually cost? And I'll I'll give a couple of costs as I go through these different health sharing organizations. But I already shared that it looked something like 15 to 20,000 per year for not a ton of coverage when I was looking at health insurance. But at the time, it was $255 for my family of five with my children and my husband. And over the years, over the eight years, that price has increased to, I think, about $360 overall. And 
I have been very fortunate that I really haven't had to use it. I have paid some things out of pocket, very few, and we do a lot of care, um, maybe physical therapy or chiropractic that I probably could submit and I probably will this year. But a lot of things. And my husband had a procedure once that was about $1,000. My son, I took him in to get an x-ray last month. It was about $250. So my other daughter had an x-ray last month. They were having a we're having a moment. And that was about 600 because I'd gone into the emergency room. What happens when you pay cash pay is the prices go down quite a bit compared usually to when you are insurance pay. Once you submit something to insurance, they add on a lot of costs typically. So some of the health sharing organizations ask you to ask the uh, medical establishment or medical facility to pay cash pay. And so sometimes I can get 50% um, deduction. Sometimes it's a 10% discount. Sometimes it's a 20%, just depending on where I am. I live in a pretty rural area. And so I'm kind of just at the mercy of what I have around me. So how do health sharing things work. Well, first of all, you're responsible for paying a certain monthly share, just like you would pay on a monthly insurance premium. That amount per month is just based on household size, age, where you live, and just the program plan. A lot of them have them kind of just laid out on the website, and they've got a lot of different parameters. So you're also responsible for any unshared amount of your medical expenses. So it doesn't automatically cover everything. I think the one I'm on, it covers anything over $500 for the year. And so after I hit $500, I can then ask to have it shared and then reimbursed to me. With the health sharing ministry that I use, I pay for my fees up front and then I can go and submit a need or a request for having the organization share those those uh, costs and then have them submit that back to me. But some other organizations, you give them the card at the time. I'll talk about Altrua is kind of like that. And they will actually be the middleman in between there and actually help pay for it up front is my understanding. Because health sharing is becoming so common, some providers just accept a health sharing card and do the in-between. But when a provider does not accept a health sharing plan, you just pay again out of pocket and the health share organization reimburses the expense if it's an approved medical need. So some of the benefits of health sharing that I don't even think about anymore because of the way insurance has changed is that you can choose the providers you want to see. There aren't network requirements. You can enroll anytime throughout the year. There's no enrollment period, which is great. And it will cover services and programming that health insurance maybe does not. So my services, which are under a registered dietitian, most health sharing companies or ministries or whatever, they have covered our services with the unofficial receipt. And I've seen some health sharing ministries even talk about sharing adoption and funeral services. And you just do not see that from insurance at this especially lower cost. So let me get into a handful of these different organizations so you can write them down and do some research if this seems like it might be a fit for you. Currently, there's over 100 health sharing ministries. I'm going to cover five to seven of them. So some of the ones that are very popular that I've encountered is the one that I use, which is Christian Healthcare Ministries. And to be honest, out of the three that I knew about eight or nine years ago, I just picked the one that was the cheapest. <laughs> so it, Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, has been around for over 40 years. They have three different plans to choose from. I believe they're like bronze, gold, silver. I told you how mine started at $255 eight years ago, and now it's up to $360. And I just got an email that it's going to go up again. It typically doesn't cover mm, like minor issues. It, like I said, you've got to 
spend maybe $500 per year based on the plan that I'm particularly on and before they'll start to cover cover visits overall. They don't have a lot of restrictions based on health history. Some organizations are going to limit based on your history overall, and they're considered a charity by the Better Business Bureau. So that's Christian Healthcare Ministries. Next is Samaritan Ministries. They just have a couple of plans to choose from. I've had many clients that have had both Samaritan and CHM, and they've been really good about covering our services. They have biblical-based membership guidelines. A lot of members are of the evangelical faith is what they say on their site. But I don't think it really matters. And it should go without saying that you're kind of responsible for this. These things change a lot, right? So you want to go out to each of these different sites and kind of price compare and, you know, look at the different functionalities or or qualities of these different ministries or organizations and choose the one that's right for you. Now, a lot of people ask me, what about non-Christian based ones? So there is one that I know of for sure that fits that criteria called New Health. It's K-N-E-W. And my friend Megan was sharing how she had just recently switched to that and was really happy. And that one really cool thing about them is they pass on some savings for lab work and for supplements and things like that. So they're definitely doing some progressive things that are pretty cool. So I was kind of intrigued when I visited their website, K-N-E-W. Just a couple more. I've got Altrua Ministries. My friend Nicole uses Altrua and has been very happy with them. It's A-L-T-R-U-A. And that's out of Texas. And that's the one where I saw they had adoption and funeral sharing. And that's another one where you show the card at the provider. They send it to Altrua and you don't actually have to be a middleman necessarily, or that's how their website sets it up. I know she used it through her pregnancy and it was really great for her. And I do know that the cost varied from about a $130 if you're an individual, up to the highest was $360 if you had an entire family. Some other popular choices, and, and one of the ones that I saw many years ago was MediShare. They have four different plans. They have free telehealth. I think that New Health also has some telehealth options. So they've got some actually in-house provider stuff. MediShare actually helps negotiate expenses. They offer some discounts in dental and vision, but not full coverage. Not that you could expect that with any of them. And that one, again, you may, must commit to actively attending some kind of church. The um, the other one is Liberty HealthShare. So there's three plans to choose from. They offer a lot of discounts on different services, and that's also a Christian-based one. And then the last one is, I hope I don't butcher the name, it's called United Refua HealthShare. It's United R-E-F-U-A-H, and it's the first and only Jewish health sharing organization. So there is Christian Healthcare Ministries, Samaritan, New Health, which is not Christian-based, Altrua, which does not, they don't, it doesn't seem that they're very forthcoming with um, their religious qualifications. They say that they're a unique health sharing ministry that doesn't require a pastor or a representative from a local church to sign an acknowledgement, verifying church attendance, or validation of medical needs. And I don't remember having to do that either when I signed up for Christian Healthcare Ministries. But things change over time. But what you can expect is that in general, when I'm looking at these, the prices do vary from about $130 up to maybe $400 for an entire family. So we covered 
New, Samaritan, Christian Healthcare Ministries, Altrua, MediShare, and Liberty Healthcare, as well as United Refua. So I'm actually about to submit my first claim in a very long time with my daughter's collarbone fracture. And depending on how that goes, and now that I've been doing a little bit of research on this, I'm just going to kind of check out the marketplace and see if there's a little bit better fit for me as there's some of these really cool ones that offer different perks. There's nothing really wrong with the one I've had, but sometimes it's good to just see if it is the best choice or fit for you and does it cover all the things that you need at this time. So the things to think about with health sharing is that it's a good fit for some people and not for others. So if you have, if you're generally healthy without a lot of pre-existing conditions where you don't need ongoing medical care and prescriptions, it might be a good fit. If you don't have great insurance access, like my husband and I are both self-employed, so We do not have insurance access through our employers or that you have missed open enrollment or you think that health insurance is overpriced (laughs) um, or expensive or you just want coverage for catastrophic emergencies. You know, most of the time health sharing is going to cover that. But I think that the benefit is so much greater when it covers services that are not usually covered by insurance overall. That's kind of really a pull for me. Keep in mind, even if you do have a pre-existing or a chronic condition, you can qualify for being part of a of a health sharing ministry or organization. There just might be some restrictions or some things that are denied or waiting periods, which obviously check with that individual organization on all of them. So there are, I think all of them require an application period and member acceptance. And always, always, always reach out to that company to de- determine their current pricing and coverage. Some are a little more forthcoming than others. And so you can ask or look for which medical services are covered that you might need. Are you planning to have a baby soon? Are you interested in some of the other things? What is the annual unshared amount? So for me, I need to pay $500 before they'll share anything. And how much are the charges for administrative and application and overall any other fees that you may not know? Ultimately, health sharing is a really valuable resource for a lot of people that might not realize that there's just more affordable or alternative options to traditional health insurance. And I sure love it because I love that it covers our services. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Remember to share it with someone or leave us a podcast review. If you have questions that you want to submit for a Q&A episode, go to kristabigler.com forward slash questions, and you can submit your questions in either, either a voice memo or in text. And something else I'm trying that I'd like to do is I'd like to have you know, monthly community calls for 30 minutes so I can actually get to know some of you. So right now I'm going to leave those on the calendar so you can find the most current community call if you go to kristabigler.com forward slash community. And I'll see you later this week.